time for illegal ham in the face. But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? everybody i am that fat guy and welcome to episode 87 of illegal hand of the face and tonight we are going to get into a heated debate on fat boy tuesday about cereal so buckle up buttercup it's time to go let me bring in the boys let me bring in big bry hey man and my cousin Vinny's here good morning everybody all right, so start out our show. We have a special announcement. Uh, I have put it out on Twitter and a little bit on Facebook, but we will be back live at Mr. B's January 25th, along with the dog's table and some special guests and probably some special giveaways. So just give you a heads up. Rise watching Sports Center right now as we do our show. She's off. All right. Um <laughs> Also, we got to uh, thank Harold Keel and the Lake Erie APA. He will be joining us that day. Uh, if you guys want to, session just started. Uh, Vinny, my cousin Vinny is back on the pool team, bro. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, Look out. I know. He came, he came out firing right out of the gate. He oh. just, two games right in a row. Bang, bang, done. Like Good. he yep. never missed a beat. You know what I did? Handle your business. What's that? I, I, I got I got smoked. I got smoked so bad. It was like I haven't even touched a pool cue in like a month since we shut down. And I'm like eh, a little rusty. Rust wouldn't be the word I would use for it, but we'll get into that later. But yeah, way to pull the dead weight there, Vinny. Hey, it's a lot of weight right? too. A lot of weight. <laughs> we, uh, we did win both eight ball and nine ball though. So there you go. Okay. Does that matter? It didn't matter that you didn't have your A game. That's all right. It wasn't even close right. to an A game. No. But no, uh <laughs> Anybody wants to join Lake Erie APA, please set us up. And uh, no, the team name is not Hookers and Blow. It is Just One More. There it is. Take uh, a drink. Take a drink. So, yep, Just One More. We are Just One More. And uh, let's get into our show here a little bit. Uh, we're going to do the rundown real quick. It is January, what is it, 11th? Today is 11th. Yeah. 11th. January 11th. We're going to get into uh, my cousin Vinny's revamped word of the day. We got a new thing Ooh. going on there. It's my turn for okay. trip. Uh, yep. We got to talk about the uh, the Browns' very last game against the Bengals. We are going to get, because Kavon is, I think, watching. I think we're going to get a little Cavs talk tonight. We got to get into some Cavs. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, then we're going, to get gear. Uh, we're going to get to Fat Boy Tuesday with our uh, cereal. And we are going to give our favorites there at the end with our top three. 
So, boys, let's start show. Do we have any shout outs this week? Anybody? Anybody? Vinny, you've uh, been off. You got two weeks of shout outs. Let's hear them. Uh, you know what? Um, I, I'll shout out rookies who uh, who were you know where we shot pull at on uh, you know I'll, I'll shout out who, wherever we were. I think it was well we were at Mr. B's too. Well, we, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, vi- we visited Mr. B's afterwards <laughs> because they're like right next door to each other for the most part. Yes, but uh, we physically had to shoot over at rookies. Yes, this week so. That's where uh, you know I'll shout them out. Great food, great fun over there too. Although that is uh that is uh that's Razzles. Mr. B's. Oh yeah, that's right. Razzle's logo. Yeah, son okay. of a B. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, my shout outs. I had uh, my mother in this weekend for our family Christmas with the boys. I got to shout her out, and I also got to shout out uh, Craig Fountain at Redleg. Went out to dinner with those two at Cosmel down in Richfield. And if you guys have never been there. Go get some of that Mexican food. Man, it was killer. We had a blast. We were all laughing at each other. So shout out to those guys. Bri, you got anything? Well, tell the people what, what you got on Saturday. Let them know. I got so the the round so Craig's a picky eater. I'm not. I got a uh, steak taco salad. Um, but Craig got uh nachos with queso. That's all he had. Mm-hmm. Uh yep. the wife got a super beef burrito. We had a chicken fajita rice bowl was ordered. A chicken enchilada with chorizo on top was ordered. Actually, two of wow. those. Wow. And nice. a steak quesadilla. And then can't forget about the pitcher margarita for 20 bucks. Can't beat that, right? Sure. Heck no. That's a good so, time. So we had a good time. Grandma kids <laughs> for us so we could have an adult night. So it was kind of nice. Let me mm-hmm. and Mama go out and have a good time. Plus, it's one of her favorite restaurants. So if you guys have never been to Cosmo, it is great, great Mexican food. It is a nice spot there at Richfield. I think it's off of Brexville Road and 77, right there next cool. to the Turnpike, 77 of the Turnpike, I believe. So go check it out. Great time there. Great place, great people. It wasn't that packed. We had a – the food was phenomenal. It really was. And when I say they bring out enough to feed everybody, we took home leftovers. Well, the wife did. Wow. I did <laughs> so, of course not. No, well, oh, the salad—you can't take a salad. I mean, hey, I understand you got to do what you got to do ordering a salad, but you can't take a salad as for a box for a salad. I think That's there was like only five like, man cards, right? I think there was only like five things of lettuce in there, and that was it. Like it was mostly right. steak, cheese, and everything else. There was no salad. Okay. So I was kind of. I hate on you for ordering a salad. I would hate on you if you got a to-go box. For your leftover salad, <laughs> but no, but no you, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. All right. Um, yeah, let me get into. I just have a couple quick shout outs. And are you wearing the jersey? Struggling. That's that. There we go. First shout out, my guy, number twenty one. Late birthday present. Um, got called out a couple months ago by Eric Metcalf for not having one of his jerseys and on the show. Yep. Yep, I'm gonna I'm put the spotlight back on you, Eric, because you're not you don't got a big bride jersey, so what's up with that? I held up my end of the bargain. I'm just saying, number seventy two, you can find it somewhere. I got one in here somewhere. <laughs> I don't think so. Even, I don't think he even fit yours. Right? <laughs> He'd be swimming in it. 
<laughs> so uh yeah my my guy i got it a couple weeks ago um shout out to i think it's elliot or not um mitchell and s mitchell and s um uh, they're coming out they got a kozar jersey a jim brown jersey and believe it or not and their metcalf jersey so i must not be the only guy who's a big metcalf fan so shout them out shout him out um appreciate you again for uh for the the birthday wishes and uh, all you guys for making it happen. Um, and my other shout out is the Cincinnati Bengals for winning the AFC North. Um, yeah, it sucks that what happened with the Browns went down, but Hey, at least we don't have to deal with the Steelers and the Ravens winning the division. I can handle the Bengals winning it, but not the Steelers and Ravens. And Absolutely. that leads me to my final shout out. And that's uh, Brandon Staley, the, the coach for the chargers calling a timeout when the Raiders were perfectly fine with getting a tie and both of them going into the playoffs. He had to uh, to rock the boat, call a timeout like he wanted to win something, and good. You deserve it. You missed the playoffs. You're a Cleveland guy. You could have screwed Pittsburgh, and you were trying to be selfish, and it backfired on you, so suck on that. Yeah, Brandon Staley, you're Cleveland no more to me. Wow, there is just hate coming right out of you, right out of the gate, Brian. Um, you can keep Ben Roethlisberger out of the playoffs, and I don't have to hear about his swan song for another week. They'll get embarrassed by Kansas City, don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, it would have been nice to send them out, like, because they're the luckiest team in the league, let's be honest about it. I mean, for, for the Jaguars to beat the Colts and it benefits them, how often is that going to happen? And, and then they went in overtime and – yeah, I'm just sick and tired of the Pittsburgh luck. So I thought maybe it would go the other way and uh, just crush their hearts. And, and Brandon Staley had to step in and say, "Hold on, we're not we're not good enough with getting a tie and making the playoffs. We want to challenge you." And oh well, you know we lost the game. <laughs> he went, "Hold my beer, I'll show you something." <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Well, they're going to run the clock out. They're just running the ball. They're showing you that they're just they're cool with. Uh, taking it down 40 seconds every single time uh, and you're trying to win the game for no reason at all. If we're Come going, on, man. You're better we're, going out, we're going out with a Viking funeral. Let's do this. Time out, Ralph. I, under, I understand he, uh, Herm Edwards, you play to win the game, but in this case, you play to tie the game and he didn't do it. He didn't get the memo. Do better. I can't even. Okay, you're going to have to help me read right now, Vinny, because my eyes are messed up. What's yes. Justin saying? Uh, Justin is saying it's the Steelers. The league wants them to win. I know that one time seems that way. You know something you say that though, Brian, but if you look at past history with the Colts and the Jaguars, <laughs> I think they lost like the last eight games to them. Like it, it's not good. Yeah. They're not good in Jacksonville. That's for sure. All right. So let's get into uh, our trivia, Brian, because I pulled out a doozy for you. So, Vinny, you want to get us to our uh, our true? I know it's been a couple weeks since you've touched it, you know. But you want to get into our uh, trivia sounder? All right. You know what? On that note. You know what's really funny? It's as soon as it ended, we were having a conversation about Harold and the APA. And if you want to join Harold and the APA, please get a hold of that fat guy, 
Mike has a video or Big Brad. We'll get you in touch with Harold. Absolutely. Uh, we, we, we're just, God, it's so bad. All you heard was, oh, shit, on the back end. I need another <laughs> video camera showing what's going on back here backstage because it's just, yeah. So, Brian, um, I got Cavs trivia for you. I hope Kevin is watching this right now because the Cavs on a blazing speed to make the playoffs. They're halfway through, right? And they are, I think, 23 and 18 right now. If they double that, it'll be 46 and 36. Can you okay. name me the year last time they won more than 46 games without LeBron James and the coach? Last time that last time they won 46 games without LeBron, did you say? Yep. Okay. Now, do I get the help of the listeners? Because there seems to be some question on integrity with this trivia question one of our loyal listeners told me he gave you the answer last week and you claim you, you never saw it cannot trust that guy because he was <laughs> eight so hey, to, to quote george costanza it's not a lie if you believe it well i'm sorry i i couldn't <laughs> speak english that well so uh-huh. I, he, I said, oh i told I told him Eddie George. I typed it and everything. <laughs> and, and to take you behind the scenes, I can't see what he sees unless he puts it on the bottom of the screen. So I don't know what was going on behind behind scenes, and Vinny wasn't there to keep you honest. Come on, hey, Vinny. Hey, oh. I don't even have glasses. I can't see anything. <laughs> like, I'm going, like, hold on. Let me read it. I see Ted chimed in. What's going on, Ted? <laughs> and Justin said 96 and guess what it's not That's 96 true. so there's a hit Brian it's not 96 last time more than 46 wins okay gotcha and then, and then the, our loyal listener chimed in with a whole bunch of exclamation points well I'm sorry <laughs> there he is here you want to read it uh see I'm, I'm just I'm just passing along what I hear and then here's my Streets sister have ears. He's a liar. Don't trust him. All right, we're moving on to my cousin Vinny's word of the day. Get it going. There you, I knew it. When your sister says it, I knew it. Good <laughs> night. Wow. You got the sounder right. for me? I, no, I don't got the sounder for oh. you. Just pull up the picture. I've been busy. <laughs> he didn't get credit for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so we have revamped, not trivia time, but my cousin Vinny's word of the day. I know. Thank Just you, a Ted. a little bit. So here's how this is going to work. I'm going to give you the word like normal. I'll spell it if you want me to spell it, let you know it's an adjective or a noun or whatever. And I'm going to read off four different definitions. And you need to pick the definition that it is. A, B, C, or D. Multiple A, choice. B, C, or D. <laughs> Love nice. it. Break Abba out the scantrons. Abacadabra right. right there. So, <laughs> let's see how this works. We'll give the answer still at the end of the show like normal. And here is our word of the Your day. volume better be up I'm if you're just doing, doing this now. You... Oh, no, it's all good. Okay, here it is. Affable. Affable. The Affable. words are going to get a lot tougher. Only because now it's multiple choice. Is that what happens when I get out of bed? Affable? Uh, it could be. Okay. Here are the definitions. Wow, 
Oh, <laughs> thanks, Brian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not what your wow. wife does. Laughable. <laughs> Jeez. I, I wasn't saying specifically to you. I was trying to get the confirmation from Vinny that it wasn't laughable. Okay, after. Awesome. Hey, don't do that on this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a good night. A-F-F-A-B-L-E. All right. Give us some definitions. Does it mean, A, to handle, deal with in an indirect, skillful way, B, a person who belongs to a religion but not a member of the clergy, C, being pleasant and at ease in talking with others, or D, large or scholarly book? Those are your choices. I think he threw fat in there for a reason. Right, yeah. Large, just say chubby. Just say say fat book. I mean, you you don't have to look directly at him when you say that, but whatever. Large, large, jeez. (laughs) Wow. Good. Where are you? Where are you getting? Are you just making these uh, choices up, or where are you getting the multiple choice from? So, so to be honest with you, no, everything is still coming from Merriam-Webster's dictionary. And just so that they're not in my words, I've actually taken four different definitions from four different words out there. Okay, gotcha. So that way it's all in Merriam-Webster's language, and Mm -hmm. it can't be swayed by uh, my uh, low-level education language. Yeah. Uh, What's going on? And thank you for the... uh, We we put out a poll on Twitter of... uh, yeah, what we're talking about tonight with cereal. We got a lot of responses that we're going to get into <laughs> later for Fat Boy Tuesday. So please stick around. But first off, we are going to get into our Cleveland Browns. Uh, Cleveland beat the Cincinnati Bengals. So, Brian, first off, kudos to you for winning the whiskey and the pizza this year from our legal good, good weekend score predictions. Yes. <laughs> uh, we will take care of that. Uh, but honestly, no starters really started except for Landry, a handful of people. It wasn't that Cincinnati rested pretty much everybody. So it was uh, the eighth grade versus the JV team. And the JV team came out on top. So uh, what were your thoughts about this game against the Bengals, Brian? And if you say you're happy that they won, I should smack you in the face right now. Oh, wait, I have a question. Yes. Here's what I want to know, and I, I'd love comments on this, too, to get everybody's opinion. Oh, this is going to be good. Yes. Here's what I want to know. If you had tickets to go to the game, let's say your 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 wife, your spouse, whoever, got you tickets for the game. It was in Cleveland. It's, you know, Battle of Ohio. Would you go to it, even though you know they're not going to the playoffs? Yes. I had a buddy at work that would go told me his girlfriend got him tickets for him and her to go to the game. And she's not a football fan at all or anything. She was super excited, got the tickets like five months ago. And he looked at her and went, really? No, no. Ended up selling the tickets off for like 75, 80% to somebody else who wanted to go. And they didn't go. That he's not a true wow. fan. That because it, at, at that point in time, at that point in time, that would have been my swan song right there. 
I went tailgate at West Third Summit, which is the home of the uh, legal ham in the face tailgate and uh, <clears throat> top dog tailgate. And I would go there, party, my, go to the game, as you heard, the, and just have a great time. It's Absolutely. the last game of the year. I would just have a great time. I wouldn't care if they won, lost. I'd be, I would say pumpkin head, but we can't say that on the show because it's trademarked, I think. But, you know, I would just be there to have fun. Just have fun, and yeah. especially if my wife bought me tickets. Heck yeah, I'm going. Right. I mean, Craig's wife bought him tickets, and they went, they went and party with Red Leg all weekend. I was jealous. I was like, damn, I want to go. Sweet. If, yeah. if I would have known about the tickets, I would have, I would have bought them, and I, I would have loved to take Eva. I mean, that would have been an amazing trip. She's never been to a football game or anything, and it would have been a, a great thing for us to have done. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. I would guess you probably at that point you probably could have got tickets for I don't know, 40-50% of what the face value was. Yeah. I think a lot of people were not going, and especially if your wife is excited to go to a game, she right. doesn't care if, if there's anything on the line for the Browns. I mean, you sometimes right. you gotta sack up and you gotta do it. I know you know there's worse things in this world than having to go to a meaningless Browns game with your wife. So, yeah, well, and we're spoiled. We're spoiled as Browns fans because we made the playoffs for one year. Well, yeah. I, I hate to break it to you, but what twenty of the last twenty-one years, the last game of the year has not meant anything, or you know, eighteen of the last twenty-one hey, years, it hasn't even, meant a thing. Yeah, not even that. But Brian, we won more than four freaking games. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like we won more than four or five games. Let's see here. Justin, heck yeah, I would, oh. 100%. Ted, yes. Even Jose chimed in. Yeah. I told him, dude, you just completely crushed. It was his girlfriend <laughs> was the one who got him the ticket. Red leg. Drove but by the beauty. Like... It was nearly empty. Except wow. for towards the stadium side. That's unreal. Wow. Well, I, I can kind of see it. I mean, there's just, I mean, it, it was a big kick in the junk uh, that the Browns gave us. Um, not making the playoffs, and then what happened on Monday night, I mean, morale was definitely at an all-time low. So, And, and the weather was pretty crappy, but hats yeah. off to you. If you went, you are definitely a true hardcore fan. I'll shout out uh, my wife's cousins, Krista and Andy. They went, and they, they upgraded to uh, to the club suites. Um but they were down there, so I, I can't say for certain that I would have been there. I guess it would have depended on the day, but it was hard for me to get up for that game to want to watch it. Uh, let's see here. My correction, you would have to take Jose. So, um, <laughs> and by the way, Chris, you are welcome, my brother from another mother. Uh, he went to City Dogs of Cleveland concession stand and left his credit card there. I oh got boy. a message from Beth from City Dogs going, does anybody know a Chris man? I said, yeah, he left his credit card here. I was like, oh, okay, I'll call him. So I called him. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm at the game. I'm like, yeah, I know that. What are you doing? He goes, what? (laughs) Did you forget something? Uh, I'm like, did you go to the concession stand? Uh, You forgot your credit card. Shit. Feel free to charge a few more things. (laughs) I was about to say, yeah. Buy a round for the rest of us. Come on now. We got his card. What he doesn't know is he left a $400 donation to City Dogs Cleveland. Uh, Well done. By the way, Jocelyn, he did. Uh, I told her to mark it up and send me the receipt. So, uh, let's see. here. The the Browns won. Uh, Case Keenum looked okay. 
Dearness Johnson looked okay. Defense looked okay. I, I don't know how to take this game because, I mean, it's a meaningless game at this point in time. You're watching it, but, I mean, I'm glad they won. But yeah. uh, we, we have a lot of people, and it was Doug Deacon's last call, which we'll get into here in a second, too, because that's that's a sad day right there, especially with Doug Deacon. They broke him enough. He finally retired. So, you know, <laughs> but, I mean, are you happy they won this game, Bri? I I don't. I can't say uh, I was super excited. Um, I don't know. It was just a weird game. You know, I wasn't rooting for them to lose. I wasn't rooting for them to win. Um, you say they looked okay. I would say they looked good. Um, but at the same time, you have to acknowledge that the competition wasn't NFL starting competition. So you just have to know how to, uh, how to take that. And, you know, like we've said with Baker – the entire year. If you're out on the field, I'm going to judge you on how you look on the field against the team that you're playing against. So if I'm going to judge it that way, then I think, I think they executed their game plan. You know, if it weren't for a couple turnovers uh, deep in the Bengals territory, we would probably would have blown them out. So I was encouraged, I guess. I mean, I'm not going to do backflips over, uh, you know, Case Keenum, throwing for 175 yards and a couple touchdowns and looking pretty decent. And, you know, Jarvis Landry doing his thing and Clowney and Garrett getting to the quarterback. But, I, I mean, if if that was just – we were just taking it just for that game, I think, I think they played well. I think they could have beat them a little better than what they did. They gave them seven points, heck. So, uh, so – Gives a, a good taste in our mouth heading into the offseason, but now from here on out, it's strictly about 2022 and how we can get better this offseason. And I'm not positive there's a whole lot of uh, um, positions where we can get better. So hopefully the positions where we do choose to upgrade, hopefully it's a meaningful upgrade. Uh, there's two. and uh, That's the way I see it right now. I mean, you got – you got to hope that the quarterback play comes back. And you, I, I feel they're going to draft a quarterback, but it's glaring that you need wide receivers. Uh, and you need legit stud wide receivers on this team. You got everything else. You need, you need offensive, you know, speed and route running on this team because they, I, it just doesn't look like they have it right now. Yeah. You, you need, in my opinion, you need one you know, top 20 wide receiver. And we thought that was Odell Beckham. I mean, just think if Odell Beckham was the Odell Beckham of old and he was a top 10 wide receiver, nobody's really scoffing at our wide receiver core. We're like, you know, we're pretty good. You know, we got our top 10 guy, top 20 guy. Jarvis Landry's a good number two. We got a hope with DPJ and Schwartz and, you know, Higgins is kind of the depth guy. So, all you really need is that one wide receiver uh, to be a go-to guy. And, uh, you know, we'll see if, if this offense lends it to us having a top wide receiver. I don't know. I mean, certainly this year and parts of last year, it looks like, you know, even if we did have a stud wide receiver, this offense won't allow him to get high volume. He won't allow him to get the DeAndre Hopkins or the Devontae Adams type volume to where he can put up big numbers. I, I think I think the, the Browns wide receivers ranked dead last in the league 
um, in receiving yards. So, you know, you just don't know. Is it is it the wide receivers? Is it the quarterback? Is it the scheme? It's probably a combination of all three. And, you know, the uh, the great thing is, though, is here's Red Lake. The defense, defense played phenomenal this year. And if they're a healthy defense coming back next year, now we do have to – we do have to, you know, shore up a few things. Cloudy is a free agent. We got a couple linebackers that are free agents after that. So it was only one year deals on a lot of these guys. So I mean, did they play? Did Cloudy play good enough for you to want to bring him back, Brian? Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's, you know, obviously the entire discussion about around our quarterback and can we upgrade that position? That's going to rule the off season. You know, I, I don't care what the reports say. I don't care what Andrew Barry had to say this year or today. Um, you know, if they can upgrade the quarterback, they need to be doing everything in their power to try to do that. And I understand they might not be able to. And that's why they didn't, he didn't come out today and say, yeah, we're moving on from Baker Mayfield. Cause that would be stupid to say, because right. what if you can't get anybody else, there's nobody in the draft that you like where you're picking and you have to go back to Baker Mayfield. There's no way in hell he was going to come out and say, yeah, we're, we're looking for somebody else. Because at this point, let's be honest, Baker is that emotional um, spouse right now where if you say anything that might upset him, he's going to throw a temper tantrum and he's going to go to Twitter or, uh, you know, he's going to really have a problem with it and he's going to put it out in the media. So you're kind of walking on eggshells with anything that you say about Baker at this point. So you can't say anything bad at all about him or his play at this point because, you know, he could very well demand a trade. And, you know, regardless of what you think about Case Keenum and Nick Mullins, I think a healthy Baker is our best option right now. Now, yes. you know, the future will tell if we can do better than that. But, um, yeah, we just – we have to go into this offseason. I'm – I'm sorry. You asked me about Clowney and I took it to the the quarterback, but yes, absolutely Clowney. After you get the quarterback question out of the way, whatever the answer to that is, uh, Clowney, I think should be the Browns top priority because he proves it. Unless he's asking for like 20 million a year or something like that. I think, I think he proved enough this year that you should bring him back. What about Njoku? I mean, this is his last year. Would you, uh, would you sign Njoku back? Because honestly I would, I think he played great this year. Uh, yeah. I think he actually turned into a team guy there towards the end. And I, I hate to say it, he looked a little bit better uh, catching the ball than our uh, star tight end that we got for $42 million. What about you, bud? Yeah, it, it depends on uh, – I agree with everything you said. It depends on the Austin Hooper and what you choose to do with him because what's Hooper making? Something – is it $12 million? Is it $14 million a year or something well, crazy they, like that? they front loaded. So they back loaded the contract. And so like this year, he only technically made like eight or 9 million, but next year he's supposed to get his big money. So $15 million a year for him to be a tight end here. And he's got, he's got to do better. I was not impressed with him at all this year. I haven't been impressed with him since he's been here. Right. And that's fair. You, You don't want to tie up 22, $24 million in your tight end room i mean unless you have a travis kelsey or a gronk in his prime or a george kittle or something which we do not i, I think whether you bring in a joku back has a lot to do with what you do with uh hooper 
And, you know, we have a lot of people chiming in. They need a receiver that can catch like the COVID. Uh, that was that's a good one. I like that one. Two years in a row, undefeated. Two years in a row. Uh, number of yeah. I okay. I you know I don't. Hear, okay, here we go. Base salary. Here's red leg. Base salary. It's nine and a half. Signing two option. So uh, yeah, he's getting about 10, 12 on that. But you know, oh, there's Mariota. There's a Mariota signing right there. You see, oh, okay. You know, you have options that are going to be coming up, and everybody's yeah, going. To, I, I think Baker. Yeah. Needs, I think Baker needs competition. I think Njoku needs to be back. I really do. Njoku's young. He's only like what 22, 23 right now. Is he that young? Yeah, I think he got drafted well, at like nineteen or twenty. You're yeah, you're right. Well, he's been in the league. As a, he's been in the league. He was a first round pick. So yeah, so this he had is, him for four years. This was only really like twenty three or twenty four. This was his fifth year. Was this his option? Fifth year option? Yeah, because they picked him up. Okay, so yeah, maybe twenty four, twenty five, something at the most. Okay, let's, let's well, let's we have time here. Let's search it. Twenty five years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. he turns he turns twenty six in July. Why wouldn't you sign a twenty six year old phenom? Like you know, I mean, uh, unless he's asking for too much. Yeah, but you know, it it's yeah. Born in ninety six. How old do I feel? You know where I was at ninety six, <laughs> driving in high school. That's Sixth where I was. Yeah. No, you weren't in high school in ninety six, were you? Oh yes, I graduated ninety nine, yeah. dude. Oh, okay. Nice. I graduated two thousand. I was, in, I go, was in high school, like you would believe. <laughs> <laughs> I was dependent. I was sophomore year. I was like, heck yeah, I, I'm a yeah. senior. Not really. Yeah, I, I think a lot uh, with J- Najoku, I think a lot is going to be how he feels and how he feels he's treated. Because let's not forget, when they signed Austin Hooper, the reports came out that he wanted to trade after that. And so if he still feels that way, that, well, Austin Hooper's going to be your number one guy, I'm never going to have a chance to really flourish. And he showed flashes this year and last year. Don't forget the Chiefs game in the playoffs last year. He was one of our best offensive players. I mean, he so already, he's shown flashes to where he could be a feature guy in an offense, and if it's not in Cleveland, then uh, yeah, he, he's probably going to go elsewhere. I mean, he was our leading wide receiver for most of the year. I mean, he was. He really he was. was. So, yeah. And and when he came out and said he really wants to be here, he wants to end his career here. I think I think it finally. Uh, yeah, thanks, Justin. I know I'm an old man. I don't have as high or many do, but I'm up there. Uh but, you know, I, I think he really does want to be – I think this team helped him realize what he needed to get into to make his career here better. I think it actually – you know, like he switched agents. He's like, I'm done with this because they brought Hooper. They drafted Bryant. And then he realized with Stefanski that he is going to be a huge part of this team, and he has been ever since. Mm-hmm. Baker loves trying to throw at him. So mm-hmm. – but let – Let's go. Let's go. Three things that you think the Browns need to do for the offseason, whether it be draft, free agents, you know, things of that nature. Just give me like three things that you would like to see them do this offseason. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, number three, I'll say. They need to get stronger up the middle on defense. And it was. A concern uh, heading into this year for me 
And to be honest, Jackson and uh, Malik McDowell, we kind of found a gem in him. They, they didn't play bad, but we just don't really have a presence up the middle. And um, we saw it in a couple games with, with Pittsburgh, um, you know, Najee Harris having, you know, almost 200 yards rushing. And we, we just need that guy up the middle. I don't know if you have to waste a first-round pick on him or if you can find him in the second or third round. Uh, Jordan Elliott up to this point has been a little bit of a disappointment. As a third-round pick, you hope he's coming into his own. But, yeah, if Malik McDowell can take the next step and then, you know, we can sign somebody else or draft somebody to make a difference at defensive tackle. Anthony Walker maybe plays a, a little better. He's still relatively young. You know, Jacob Phillips was somebody who – who was kind of hampered by injury this year and didn't get to play a whole lot. So maybe he takes the next step next year and has a healthy off season. So that would be my number three. My number two is, um, yeah, wide receiver. Um, you just, whatever, for whatever reason, whether like we just talked is if it's the scheme, if it's the quarterback, not getting them the ball, your wide receivers are not good enough right now to play in the NFL. And like I said, all it takes is maybe, Good draft pick. You sign a big free agent. You know, Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson are out there. I don't think we have a chance at Devontae Adams. But uh, there's guys out there that can make plays. So you bring in one of those guys and, uh, you know, make maybe if you have to put them on a prove-it deal and have them make plays for you, uh, that could take this offense to the next level because I think our offensive line is good enough. I think our running game is good enough. So our passing game is where we really have to improve the most. And, uh, yeah, number one, you know, figure out this quarterback situation, whether it's just simply sprinkling magic dust on Baker Mayfield and hope that he's healthy next year, whether it's trading a bunch of draft picks for a proven guy or it's, uh, you know, drafting one and developing him. I, in my opinion, you can't go into next year status quo as this year because if it blows up in your face again, then we're that much more pissed off this time next year because the Browns have had two disappointing seasons in a row rather than one. And you know, it the my three, and I'm kind of going to go with you on this. I really do think they need to shore up the interior defense, uh, and that's. I think they need at least one more guy, and definitely, I know Clowney's not like the super pass rusher, but I still think they need another speed guy on the outside to kind of compliment Garrett, uh, just a little, especially on rushing downs. That's the only thing I look on that side. Quarterback play, I think right now, I think they need to bring in competition, and I and I mean legit competition. And I said this on the dogs table last week. I think they need to bring in somebody and look at Baker and be like, job's not yours. You got to earn it now. We gave you four years. All right. This is your fifth year. You want this job? Go take it. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to bring in somebody that can actually challenge him instead of everybody trying to mold him or trying to make him, you know, a professional and all this stuff. I think somebody needs to challenge Baker this year. And I that's mm-hmm. my but my biggest thing, and somebody else said it here, special teams. My Lord, special teams. I mean, we went two punters, two kickers. We had blunders on the special teams on multiple occasions. I mean, we almost lost an onside kick. You know, oh, that was a good one. I heard that from the interior, Bri. Holy. Excuse God. me. That was high def. That what was the, what that sound like. That sounded like at least Chick-fil-A coming back. I mean, that was that was <laughs> coming out. 
You'll get me in trouble. Quick guessing now. <laughs> but I mean, I really do think they need to shore up. We need to find a kicker. We need to find a kicker. We need to find a legit punter. And that way we are not wasting points when we get a chance to get them. That's the biggest thing I saw was we wasted points when we had a chance to get them. And we gave other teams points when we had a chance to get, you know, like you're sitting here watching certain third down situations. Everybody just needs to tighten up. Everybody needs to get back in that room for a second and go, all right, this year was kind of a shit show. Let's bring it back in. Let's go over what we did wrong. And we got to fix it. And a lot of it's coaching. A lot of it's Baker. A lot of it's everybody. Uh, there was so many miscues this year that are uncharacteristic. So I hope that's happens throughout the off season and we'll see what happens. But I definitely think that, you know, they really do need to shore up that defensive line and they, they need to get a number one. They need a number one. And I don't care if it's through free agency draft, however they got to get it. They got to get a number one. So, so can I ask you uh real quick, you're talking about the competition for quarterback and I agree there needs to be something that needs, but I'm thinking like, in my mind, I'm trying to see a scenario where there's a quarterback competition heading into next year because, in my mind, if you trade for a proven commodity, you know, Derek Carr, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, whoever, whoever, if you trade for an NFL proven commodity, that's your guy. There's no competition. Baker's done. And if you draft a guy, you know, second, third, fourth round, He's just brought in like, hey, maybe we can groom him for this year and let Baker play it out, and then uh, we'll have a decision to be made in the offseason. Like when you say competition, the only scenario that in my mind kind of thinks, well, maybe there could be a competition is if you draft a guy in the first round. Is there another scenario maybe that I'm missing that you're thinking of? I'm thinking they bring in another guy free agent-wise. and because Like a Jameis Winston? Uh, you got Jameis, you got Trubisky, you got you got okay. a whole bunch of other guys out. Mariota, you have guys out there that you can actually bring in and do this. Mm-hmm. But also, I see them probably taking a flyer on a second, third, fourth round on a quarterback as a groom, just in case. You know, because I understand there's other free agents out there, but there's still some guys in this draft that later on in the later rounds, you can take a flyer on and go after. Um, you know, you have, well, Kyle Pickett, they're saying he's going to go in the first round possibly, but you have the kid from Iowa State. Uh, you know, you have other kids that you can take a chance on. And the way I see it, more of this now is more of a mental thing than it is a it is a physical tool thing. But you look at Matt Jones and what he did with New England, you look at Tua here towards the end, and Tua did okay. You have all these guys coming in now, and it's a different story. Like you said, we, we were supposed to take a step forward. Now we took a step back because other quarterbacks are leaving us, and they're doing better than us, or our quarterback. So as of right now, I mean, if you take somebody like that, you have two guys that you're – well, a guy you're grooming, and also two guys that are trying to fight out for a starting position. And I honestly would love to see Mitch Trubisky or Jameis Winston here just to see what happens. I, I honestly, I mean, okay. those are legit. I mean, I think Trubisky got a bad rap in Chicago. Uh, he was a winning quarterback there, and obviously Matt Nagy sucked because he just got fired. 
but he also backed up this year. He also backed up Allen, which might have helped him out a little bit, take a breather going, all right, I need to reset. I need to look at it a little different. And he's still young. So, you know, you need, you don't need the 40 year old veteran guy to come in here and go, all right, Baker, let's go out and do this. You need a younger guy to challenge Baker because I think a challenge of Baker is going to make everything better. Do you think Baker is tough enough mentally to be able to accept that? Like, I, I mean, from everything that I know about Baker, I think he, his feelings get hurt and uh, you know, he's just going to get pissed off at the Browns for bringing somebody in to compete with him. Yeah. You can bring in a case Keenum and he has a defined role as the backup. You're the guy. He's the backup. If you bring in a Mitch Trubisky and you say, Hey, best man wins, you know, is Baker going to hold that against you all season long, hold a grudge against you. And, and it just turns into a mess kind of like it did this year. Yeah, it, it, it could, it could. But the thing is though, is at that point in time, he realizes he played like shit this year. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he understood it. He even said, I got to play better. And I understand where the other stuff's coming in with, you know, with the Mary Kay story, with everything else that everybody's saying. I don't, whatever. I understand he's got a little bit of rabbit ears. But also, that's kind of who he is. He likes to be pushed like that. He likes to be told, no, you can't do this. He likes to be that kind of way. And yes, he might go well you know some screw you guys i want traded but i still think he is that kind of fighting guy to go no you guys took a chance on me i want to prove it to you guys that i am that good that i am your quarterback that i am this guy because he did it at texas tech and then he got ran over and he did it at oklahoma so i mean it's in his dna to come back for something like this and i really do think he needs challenge i think he needs that push because there in oklahoma he had Kyler murray right behind him what do you think about the rest of the team, though? Is that going to start to split no, the team divide locker room. to two different right to two different quarterbacks? At that point in time, that team understands right now they've been with Baker for how long? All right, they understand what's going on. They understand why the competition is there. It should not split the team, and if it does split the team, we got more problems than we know about right now. Because at that point in time, that means the team is divided. That means the coaching staff is divided, and that means we're just going to be screwed for next year. Yeah, I I agree with that that line of thinking because, um, yeah, obviously that's probably not our number one option, but you strike out with trading for a guy. Uh, there's nobody in the draft that you really love. Yeah, I think bringing in a guy like that would probably be good for him because, like you said, when he was at Oklahoma, he had to compete to win the job, and he was that was the best Baker Mayfield he's played – well, we don't know how he did in high school, but over the last eight years, he was at his best when he was at Oklahoma, and yeah. he was challenged to be the quarterback. In Cleveland, he's just been handed the starting job. Exactly. I know he didn't He didn't start off, you know, Tyrod Taylor started the first couple games, but we knew eventually Baker's going to be the guy. So <laughs> he's just been handed the job every single year in Cleveland. So, yeah, maybe make him work for it. Maybe, uh, maybe that's the motivation he needs. Well, boys, uh, since my cousin is here, because she says she's here to talk about cereal. And that means we are done talking about Browns. We're going to miss the Cavs again until next week. So Cavs just keep getting pushed. But they're playing great. They're playing great. They're a young team. Uh, You know, you have uh, Kevin Love buying in. 
going to probably be the sixth man of the year, the way he's been playing. And the young core that they got is just exciting to watch right now. So if you guys haven't seen it, please go watch the Cavs because they are playing amazing. And we will have, you know, something, Brian, why don't we shake it up a little bit? How about next week we ask uh, Kevon, our Cavs correspondent, to come on with us next week? You all right with that? Sure. All right. We'll we'll get a hold of Kevin from uh, Voice of Land Podcast. Come on with us. But let's get into our Sad Boy Tuesday, Vinny. Yes. You you're you're just. I, yeah. I wanted to know if you wanted to do the the ham or legal ham. No, we, we don't need to do that. Yeah. No. Yep. I had them written out for the first time all year. Listen, all right, listen, can't push out the calves. Let them know. Lol. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he's in. Cavs in for next week. Awesome. Cool. All right. Go right, Fat Boy it. Tuesday. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. You know we gotta start doing the show like they do it. Because they break it up in like little breaks, they do little fifteen minute spurts, and when we get on the Browns, we get heated and we get in we a do. passionate debate about it. But it's that's a Browns town. Everyone, most people want to hear about the Browns. So I mean, I, I understand the Cavs are playing great right now, but there's plenty of time to talk about the Cavs. If you're a diehard Cavs fan, you know, I, I don't hate on you for uh, for really wanting like, us to talk Browns. more Cavs, and we'll get there. Uh, Browns. Nah, Browns. It's a football right. town. Well, I let's get that one. Just don't ask me to do the rest yeah. of the skit like that. I know. Trust me. I know. We've seen it. <laughs> seen it live. You know, you look great with that caterpillar on top of your lip. Oh, my God. All right. So let's get into Fat Boy Tuesday. We are talking everything cereal. We had a few things brought up to us. Uh, we had a discrepancy about um, uh, is cereal soup was one thing that was brought up. Because uh, Ed and Columbus said that one of his guys says that cereal is soup. It's breakfast soup. So how do you guys feel about that? Do you think it's breakfast soup? You want to take this first or me? Well, I just, I never thought of it that way. So I guess I could get down with that. I could get down with breakfast soup. I'm all right with that. I think I could accept oatmeal as more of a soup. Oatmeal is like I a chowder. Could. I understand. Chili, that. yeah, chili. Breakfast chili. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying versus cereal <laughs> being more of a soup. You don't need cold soup. This is the only one that you're using yeah. milk for. It's a cold. It's a cereal. Well, there's there's cold soups that you eat, right? Are there? I thought so. I don't know. I've only eaten hot soup. Oh no! Uh, Where's your that, Justin? Is there cold soups out there that we? Uh... Oh no! Cereal is not a soup. You don't eat dry soup. While you eat dry cereal, <laughs> <laughs> bisque. Okay. Bisque is cold. Okay. All right. Well, so there is some cold soup. I, I mean, I, I kind of get like the gist. Like <laughs> red leg. I eat soup right out of the can. Are we spoiled me? All right. <laughs> So now we are all well, two of us are bigger boys, and one just likes to eat a lot. Um, Jay brought up what cereal gives the best milk afterwards. All right. And Cocoa Krispies. Why do you eat cereal in the morning? It's better at night. So there's two right there that we have uh, a little bit on. So my favorite is cinnamon toast crunch. It gives you the best milk afterwards you get that little cinnamon milk or cocoa crispy cocoa crispies or cocoa pebbles yeah cocoa puffs yeah yeah. you get the chocolate milk at the end yeah 
All right. Brian, what about you? I'm with you. It, it's the chocolatey ones. But I will say, like, I don't know, Fruit Pebbles, Fruit Loops, stuff like that. I mean, it, it's not a bad, almost like a similar to a strawberry milk, although it's just kind of a lot of sugar. <laughs> but it's not as better than regular milk. I'll get down with that. All right, and Justin chimed in. Hold on. Justin chimed in. Have you ever had Cheerios, Cheerios without milk? Yes, when I was yes. a toddler. Uh, as sure. an adult, <laughs> I do not do Cheerios without milk. Well, Actually, around, Chris, around Christmas time, you know, your aunt makes uh, all the all the cereal baked up, and my wife makes it. Everyone Chex- calls it something different. It's like Chex, it's like Chex I mean, Mix. Yeah, Chex is a cereal. At least. There's yeah, Cheerios, I- there's Kicks. Yeah. Uh, but I don't eat it as a breakfast. Well, sometimes I eat it as a breakfast. Let, yeah, right. you're damn, I could eat it all right. day, all day. <laughs> I <laughs> ate it till it was gone. It didn't make a difference. Just bacon oh. and butter. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Here we go. Hey, how about coffee with oatmeal? Um, Must be a Puerto Rican thing. Uh, that's uh, a risk. <laughs> I'll try it. I mean, what what about uh? Hey, what about what about beer with uh pasta salad? <laughs> no, oh, oh there. Uh, cereal for dessert always. Yeah, I I kind of like that. Uh, we also have, and Vinny brought this up. Vinny was the uh the one that actually brought this up. Cereal killers prefer cereal and bowls. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jesus Lord. Here we go. There yeah, just a, I can down with oh, cereal yeah. for dessert. Uh, you missed. Oh, it's a Puerto Rican thing, he said. It is a Puerto Rican thing. It's a Puerto Rican thing. It's a Puerto Rican thing. Okay. Kind of oh, like, it's an actual right. Yeah, kind of like goat meat, you know. Potted whatever. meat. I would, potted meat and goat meat and I, stuff like that. I would still think I would want that <laughs> morning time, though, not really in the evening. Because <laughs> if you eat that stuff in the evening, you're going to be up all night. All that caffeine. <laughs> Sugar and caffeine all at the same time. Oh, my Lord. That's why I prefer in the morning versus the evening. Okay. Yeah. We just fries and ice cream. Oh, like cornflakes? Are you going to put any of these up? So I can't read. Can them? You're, supposed to be, right. you're the producer. Click them all up right, here. Listen. listen. All right, I'm yeah, fries and ice cream. Yeah, fries, ice cream. Uh, what the hell does that have to do with cereal? Okay. Fried ice cream? Oh, fries ice cream. Uh, coated in cornflakes. Well, I, I, we put cornflakes on cheesy potatoes. Oh, and fried, fantastic. fried ice cream. Oh, oh it is fried ice fried cream. Ice. All right. Well, Vinny brought up this, this monstrous thing. Now, we have a bowl of cereal. All right. Do you pour the cereal in, then the milk, or milk, then the cereal? Never once in my life have I done milk, then cereal. Really? Never. No. You guys? Heck no. No. <laughs> no. Okay. That's cereal killer type, type stuff. Well, I, you, you know how you have your meat to bread ratio that you love so much? There is like a milk to cereal ratio. Like as soon as you pour in yeah. the milk and the cereal starts to waver like this, you right. got enough milk. Absolutely. Right. I, 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 I pour it in until the cereal kind of, you know, raises to the top of the bowl. Yeah, that's what I. That's, that's what, what I do. do. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and not to like the very top. I just like to see the cereal move. Like if yeah. you just pour in a little bit of milk, it means your gums get all messed up trying to eat, you know, cocoa puffs or whatever you're trying to eat. 
got to let it float up a little bit. Then I take the spoon and I just kind of mash down the cereal so it can get a little, uh, little soggy. I prefer my cereal, not super soggy, but uh, probably like a four on the sogginess scale, maybe a six. <laughs> I don't taste a difference. I just, no? I, just, I just go to town. <laughs> Everything from the crunchy all the way down to the last bite and it's a little soggy. It's like, yeah, whatever. But see, I here's like a little soggy. With me is that when I have like that much milk left still in my bowl after I've eaten all the cereal in it, I'll still go back and pour more cereal in it just to, you know, help soak up it, uh, soak up the milk, and then I'll eat it again. No, no, no. I drink that milk, pour another bowl, pour more milk on. But then you're just caught in an infinite loop until the box. And I am completely all right with that. Have you seen the size of me? I was going to say, I mean, I guess that's. You're that, talking to two fat guys. That's where here. I went wrong. <laughs> I, th- I I think that's part of becoming a man. You're not afraid to eat it a little soggy, right? Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> We're not getting definitely into that. Definitely not. <laughs> oh, that's why he man. is fatty. There it is. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you guys, I mean, cereal. Do you guys add anything to your cereals, like at all, like fruit or anything of that nature? I used to add sugar. Oh, I had sugar to a lot of stuff. <laughs> used to. Yeah, I used to. Let's see here. Wheaties, Frosted Flakes, <laughs> Rice Krispies, Cheerios. I got to think for a second. There's some other things I had sugar to. Uh, you know, at one time, we kicks. didn't have milk after I poured my cereal. And I did have to try orange juice. Oh. Oh, I know. I know. It's a completely different. Have you ever taste. done orange juice with cereal? No, never, never. No, I have, and because I didn't like the orange juice, I ended up trying water at one point in time too, and that just was horrible. Shredded wheat. So, There's another one. Yep, shredded wheat. Yep. Uh, see now, like when I add sugar, when I say I add sugar, I add sugar to where like you scoop the bottom with the Cheerios. And you get the scoop of sugar up with it because it didn't dissolve in the milk. You know what I'm talking about? Like you get a little bit of sugar on the tip of the spoon and you just just right in. That's how I do sugar. (laughs) Yes. I'm pretty sure when you're in a pinch and you only have cornflakes, you have to add sugar. Because nobody's eating cornflakes plain. You got to turn them into frosted flakes. Yep. Unless they had some serious problems that their doctor told they had to eat them plain. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. okay. Um, I went there. That's all right. We'll talk about it tomorrow morning. <laughs> I used to do that as a young kid. Go figure that one. Add sugar, and then you scrape the bottom of it too. See, yeah, Jose and I are the same. Absolutely. No, I wow. Thing. Yeah, I. But I it was only this... with frosted flakes. It didn't make a difference. Well, let's still add in more sugar. I mean, has anybody added? All right, so we got in the comments. We got Toby, we got Red Leg, we got Jose, we got Justin, we got my cousin Jessica, Jakey. Has anybody, like, you know, fruit wise, anything else that you added to your cereal that you thought was kind of like, eh, but you did it anyways? Like, you see the commercial on TV and they add like the fruit and stuff like that to it. Has anybody actually like tried that and was like, yeah? You know, oh, really there was the other thing like that we. That. Uh, Ed and Columbus, who did our, or not Ed Columbus, oh my lord, Bob Millersburg. I'm sorry, Ed. Bob Millersburg brought, do you guys mix cereals? That's what I was just thinking. 
I I did. I usually don't, but um, I did uh, a couple months ago. We had two subpar. I think it was regular Cheerios and cornflakes, and like two kind of subpar uh, cereals. Mm-hmm. I added them together, and it wasn't terrible. I would do it again, but typically I usually don't. Now I I told Vinny this before we got up here. Now I've done the thing where I grabbed a box. I'm like, that's enough for a bowl. That I poured in a bowl, it was not enough. That I had to add another one. It was Fruity Pebbles, by the way. So I took mm-hmm. Fruity Pebbles, poured it in, and it wasn't enough. So I had to take Cocoa Pebbles and pour on top of it, and then I added the milk. But um, pretty similar. Jose asked, "What about adding Ice House to your cereal? <laughs> a little bit of Ice House with your cereal? Yeah, all right. I've heard, I've heard good things about that. You have a good old time." Oh, graham crackers that, in the cereal. That had to be Ooh. a very messed up night. Uh, that that's three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, right. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I mean, the start of a messed up night. Like, no, that's still three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> the night ends at six o'clock. That's true, uh, Justin. I think I did whiskey <laughs> with cocoa pebbles. Wow, whiskey with cocoa pebbles. Oh, I couldn't imagine hard liquor and cereal. That's, that's got to be terrible. That's got to be heartburn right there. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Lord. My heart fluttered a little bit on that one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I could see like a uh, like a, a White Claw or one of the seltzer, the fruity seltzers with a, with a fruity cereal. Cocoa okay. pebbles or something. I can see that. I, I can see that. We're getting into alcohol and cereals. What are yeah, we- that's the tr- that's the true <laughs> alcoholic. <laughs> hey, here we go. Four cinnamon, add fireball. Here we go. We're going down this path. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Ed. Good, good contribution to boost your cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just add fireball. Heck yeah. With your Apple Jacks. Oh, man. Just add Fireball. <laughs> add a little cinnamon a- apple. No, there. no. Apple Crown. I got some Apple Crown downstairs. Oh, I'll there it is. Apple Jacks now. I'll report back. <laughs> I mean, instead of milk, you might as well use rum chata at that point. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Bailey's. Might as well throw Bailey's in there. <laughs> Jesus. Rum chata. Oh, gross. <laughs> Your boss won't question you that early in the morning at work when you're poor Bailey's. Yeah. Your... Huh. The oh, hell is that, Bailey's? Oh, what do you think? I'm a psycho? Of course not. <laughs> Seven toast crush shots are amazing. Now we're getting back on alcohol. See, I, I think I think this segment tells us that our, our listeners want to talk more alcohol than, than cereal. <laughs> wow. Here we go. And there's another one. Jeez, Lord. <laughs> Three all those loopies yeah. taste like Fruit Loops. Yes, there it does. Go. Have you yeah. ever had that? Three all? Oh, no. Uh-uh. It's a vodka that tastes like uh, vodka that tastes like Fruit Loops. Oh, I have heard of that. Yep. <laughs> they have different shots. If you go to a bar, you can order different shots. Like, uh, I think on my 21st birthday, my cousin bought like Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Fruit Loops shots or something like that. Yeah. Now, we do have to get a video of us going downtown to, uh, what is it, Happy Dog? And get the Fruit Loop. Uh, Fruit Loop. That's a bucket list place for me. I still haven't been there. We got to go. They put Fruit Loops on top of a hot dog. I like mm-hmm. that. All right. So we're going to do that. Yeah. We're going to videotape it. All right. Let's get into, all right. Prefer cereal to alcohol. All right. Thank you, Jana. Uh-huh. Uh, at least there's some of us here that are not as bad. 
Slider dog. Yes. Okay. It's a slider dog? Oh. Now, Kevin, have you had the slider dog? Oh. Yeah, because they, they no. sell it at a progressive yeah. field. Uh, I forgot about that. Dietary things. He probably didn't yeah. eat it. Now I really want to eat it now. I'm sure now I want a slider it. dog. I'm, I'm fat. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's get into our top three cereals. Now I got excited about slider <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. Oh, boy. This is new. He has had the slider dog, and he said it's really good. Oh, nice. Oh, now I want it. All right. Yep. All right. Grubhub, DoorDash, anything that will deliver to my house. Too far. Yeah, I, know. It is not. I mean, I you could you could make it at your house, couldn't you? Yeah, it's not the same. Oh, I understand. I wonder I mean, what else is is that? All it is hot dog and Fruit Loops. No, there's some other stuff on it too. Oh, there's Gold okay. Grams. Gold Grams are on here. Oh yeah, Woody right. chiming in with right. Gold Grams. Uh, we do have to announce, uh, Brian. I don't know if you will be there, but we will be doing a, uh, a fundraiser for uh, a friend of ours, uh, Cowboy. February twelfth, and I think it's at Mr. B's too. I think that's what it said on the yeah, flyer. We'll we'll get Saturday, more. February twelfth. Saturday, February twelfth. Uh, anybody that would like to come out, hang out, and donate and stuff like that. Uh, he is one of our friends that passed away very suddenly, and uh, we just got the word today that uh, they're doing the fundraiser for him and his wife and his family to kind of help them out. So. If you guys want to get on that, please hit us up. We will be there, obviously. Uh, and we might be doing a show from there, too, to kind of help out everything as we go. So just awesome. giving everybody a heads up. Um, DoorDash. No, I, Justin, you cannot DoorDash hookers and blow. And mac and cheese bacon. Oh, mac and cheese and bacon are on it, too. So it's mac and cheese. There bacon. you go. And Fruit Loops. Wow. Now I'm on board. Now I'm on board. Absolutely. All right. So let's quickly get into our top three so we can finish out the show. Brian, what is your top three cereals, big guy? Number three, um, Smacks. They're delicious. I love them. They're awfully, they're a ton of sugar. So you can't have them very often. Frankly, I can't remember the last time I did. But whenever we would get them, I loved the Smacks. Um, so that's my number three. My number two is maybe a little more of an adult answer and kind of boring. But, hey, if there's a cereal out there that I can eat that can lower my cholesterol, Honey Nut Cheerios. How do you not go with that? Classic. And number one, it's been a staple uh, all growing up. It's been a while since I've had it, but I'll eat it every time. We were talking about it. You can put it on a hot dog. Fruit Loops, number one. All right, Vinny. Your top three. You know, it's kind of funny. I wrote them down, and when I wrote them down, I went, they're all kind of the same thing, if I think about it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> my number three was Golden Grams. My number two was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And you get that square pattern going there for you. Uh-huh. Um, sure. My number one, and it was something I, I grew up on, and I just I love it still today. Somebody else mentioned it, actually, in the broadcast already, and that was graham crackers and milk. Oh, just, yeah. I, I take a whole package of graham crackers, 
crunch them up right there, dump that into the bowl, and then pour milk over it. Oh my really? god, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, so I, I used to, that was our snack back in the day. We would get graham crackers and just dunk them in milk. And then yeah, eat right. Sure. So uh, let's see here. We do, have, go ahead. Do they, do they still make the graham crackers with the cinnamon on top? Oh, I yes, haven't seen those do. in a long Do yeah. they really? Yeah, those yeah. used to be my favorite. I haven't had those in a decade plus. All right. So They're let's get right into the graham crackers. Yep. Let's get into the comments. Okay. We have Jana with. Honey bunches of oats, Lucky Charms, and Special K chocolate I like that. light. Those are good. Uh, Jose good. with Captain Crunch and I don't know what the heck that is, Louisiana. <laughs> Louisiana. <laughs> it might have been autocorrect. It might be loops. Uh, we have <laughs> Chub Crunch. Chub Crunch is made Fruit Loops. Yeah, how do we not mention Chub Crunch? My and here goodness. we go, Chub, Chub Crunch and Fruity Flakes. Shame on us. Yep. <laughs> Raisin, uh, raisin up brand, Lucky Charms and Cheerios, and I thought I saw. Did Kevin chime in here too? Did I miss it? I guess I must have missed it. But uh, I'll go with my top three. My number three, I gotta go with Brian with Honey Nut Cheerios. I, I, oh, Honey Nut Cheerios are like the. Oh, there it is. There's uh, Chris Beck's Honey Nut Cheerios and Lucky Charms for Kevin. Yep. And, okay. Oh yeah. Always the Freddy Poobles, Freddy Fruity Pebbles as a kid. Yes, that's my number two. And my number one, peanut butter Captain Crunch. Either that or yeah. the Reese Puffs. I don't I, know if I've ever had peanut butter Captain Crunch. Dude, it will tear apart your mouth like you would believe, yeah. but that is my go-to. Uh, I've three, had the Reese Puffs, though. Oh, Reese similar? Puffs. Yeah. Yeah. Except it's They're all similar. Butter. It's all peanut okay. butter. There's no chocolate. It's all peanut butter. It's the little balls, all peanut butter. The roof of your mouth is going to be completely torn up by the time you're done. But yeah, <laughs> our rabbit also joins us in the Lucky Charms extravaganza. Holy Let's see God. here: Crunch God. Berries, Golden Grams, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch for Chris Band. Yeah. So we, I mean, it's cereal is the way to go here, big guy. I mean, we did might I, have to. Go ahead. Did you guys ever have a uh, uh, Rice Krispie Treat cereal? Like yes. they're Rice Krispie treats, but they're like broke up into like little chunks, little nuggets. And yeah, I mean, if you could get away with it as a kid, that was like being on vacation because that was we just used to, we used the to greatest cut. thing ever. Yeah, yeah, no. used to cut up the top of the mouth, Bill. Just yeah, the same. true. Better, no matter true. how long you left it dunked in the in the milk, <laughs> it never softened it never up. Softened never softened up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's quickly get into my cousin Vinny's word of the day before we get out of here because we're a little All late. Right. So let's get to my cousin Vinny's word of the day. Come on, bud, give it to us. All right, affable, affable. So again, A, B, C, or D. A to handle, deal with in an indirect, skillful way. B, a person who belongs to a religion but not a member of the clergy. C, being a uh, pleasant at ease or talking to others uh or d large or scholarly book brian you want me to go first go ahead i'm gonna go with c okay right i agree i agree c. c affable correct yes being pleasant and at ease and talking to others so nice, nice. all right so Bry, bye to you trivia 
was the last time the Cavaliers, and Kevin, you're still here, won 46 games or more, all right, without LeBron James. I'm going to say, because I kind of remember going to a game like late 90s, um, I think I was in middle school with Zodrunas, and they had to win the game to make the playoffs. I don't know if it was 48 or 46 games or not, but I'll say 1998. Oh, the 1997-98 and 98 season. They went oh, 40, yeah. 47 and 35. Can you name the coach? Nice. Um, Mike Fratello. Oh! Spiked it. Wow. He spiked it. Oh, they didn't give me that either. I know he didn't. He spiked it. <laughs> Good, you, job. <laughs> Good job, bud. All right, so we are legal hand to face, and like I said, the 25th of January, so two weeks, right? I think it's two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. Two weeks. We will be at Mr. B's live and in person, so if you want to come out, hang out with us, have a – and Kevin definitely had those. He said, yep. yeah, I had both of those, too. Uh, if you want to come yep. out, have a beer with us, eat some food, because the food there is phenomenal we're going to be showcasing yep. it during legal hand of the face also we are going to be dogs table live there too <coughs> kevin arnold might be there <coughs> always positive jay might be there hit hit possibly but we'll see how everybody's going see how the uh covid's going but we will be there and we're going to have some fun we're going to have stuff to give away because harold kill will be there and we'll have some other stuff to give away so Tune in next week. We will talk Cavs because not much Browns to talk about now. So we're going to get Cavs heavy and we're going to get food heavy very quickly. Also, Kevin R will be joining us next week from the Voice of Land podcast to talk Cavs with us. And, boys, we love our troops. We love our first responders. Uh, thank you guys for everything you guys do, especially now COVID's ramping right back up. Everybody's kind of just on hiatus right now. But we thank you guys for everything you guys do. Uh, we appreciate everything. And, you know, we couldn't do this without you guys, especially everybody that chimed in today. Uh, this was probably the most viewers that we had live. And I appreciate everybody that chimed in because it helps us out create content, especially when we talk passionate stuff like cereal. Uh, you know, <laughs> when we get into stuff like that, especially with everybody else chiming in, we really do appreciate it because, it's not just our opinion. It's your guys' opinion, too. So Absolutely. thank you, guys. And if you guys have any food topic, any top three, anything you want to hear from us, let us know. We love hearing from everybody. We love everybody that chimes in on the show. So thank you, guys. And on that note, Vinny, tell them good night. Hey, have a great night, everybody. Uh, Justin, we will not talk more of that, as I saw that right at the end of the show. Bry, <laughs> uh, God bless them. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. And I am that fat guy. Thank you guys so much for watching. Find us at Legal Hammer the Face over on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And we are definitely uncorked, unloaded, and we're out. Thank you. Affable. <laughs>